All right, welcome back to this week of Riffin. My name is Tim. Okay. I'm friends with a lot of very smart people. All right. Thank you, John. And uh, that was John, everybody. And so... Baguette. Mm-hmm. All right. Baguette. Baguette. John's acting what a little strange hell? today. And... Like, really? No. You have a baguette? Okay. So oh, easy, easy. You have a baguette? You have a baguette? Okay. You have a baguette? You have a baguette? If you can't tell by now that's not actually John. No. That is a like, really? bot. That That is what John, the, the bot version of John. What the hell? John wanted to record earlier this week, and my schedule just didn't align with his, unfortunately. And um, so he's currently with his family enjoying some downtime. And I just said, hey, man, I'm just going to do a solo episode this week so you can yeah, yeah. Um, do your thing with your family because I just I couldn't make it work with this schedule. So and I'm just going to take it solo this week. But yeah, yeah. I'm going to th- throw in sound bites of John willy nilly throughout this episode. Just uh, I'm friends with a lot of very smart people. Make him feel not so distant to the listeners. And so miss you, man. Sorry you couldn't be here this week, but. I'm going to do my best to carry the episode on my my shoulders, uh, even though solo episodes are always so hard. Um, just because this is riffing, it's hard to riff by yourself because it just turns into me sounding like a crazy person talking to myself. But here we go. Um, a, a common theme on this podcast is uh, help, wanting help. How do you help? And when do you help somebody? And um, John, if you're not familiar with John's line of work, John, first, I guess you would say first and foremost, is a professional interior painter. Um, But I would say, not to speak for him, but I would say his passion uh, is health coaching and uh he he has a strong desire for helping people make healthy choices and um, getting people aligned with uh, their wants and their desires in life and, and coaching them and guiding them to getting what they ultimately want out of their life. And for me, my primary job is I work in domestic violence. Uh, and then my job outside of that, I work with... Uh, I do film like video work. I do film work and, uh, which I guess you could say is like a form of service. It's a form of helping people. And so, uh, John and I talk on the podcast a lot about people who say that they want help or people who seemingly need help, but then they do counterintuitive things and how frustrating that is for the person on the outside looking in because, you you seemingly have the answer to the problem, right? Uh, it's kind of like watching the horror movie and you know the killer's outside <laughs> and you're watching the horror movie screaming at the screen like, you freaking idiot! Don't go! Don't do it! Don't go to the garage! No! Don't do it! What the hell? And, uh... The person goes in the garage and the killer's not there, but then they go back in the house and the killer snuck through the back door and is currently hiding in the pantry and then, I don't know, kills him the next day. What I'm saying is like, we, we see the steps in the movies and like we, we 
it's so frustrating as the viewer because like we know what's going to happen 10 steps ahead of the the blind actor and that's how it feels in these scenarios in life like we see these people making these choices and it's like you seemingly want help you seemingly are or maybe they maybe they're oblivious and uh yeah there's like there's like two there's like two avenues maybe the person's either oblivious that they need help and one like how do you tell someone that they need help whenever it's like un, like unsolicited advice like no one wants unsolicited advice and then two whenever someone wants help it's like well do you really want help or are you just saying that but like do you actually want the help and that's something that john and i talk about all the time let's go back to the killer analogy in the movie the person has no idea that they need help but we as the viewer know that they need help and we know that that is such a frustrating feeling but we can't say anything it's almost like watching a train wreck it's almost like screaming underwater it's like trying to punch underwater you're punching in slow motion no matter no matter how much effort you put out it doesn't matter like you're still going to be punching in slow motion that's what it feels like in the movie theater and that's kind of like it that's like how it feels watching someone make a poor choice whether that's someone i don't know getting into a poor relationship or someone making a poor job decision someone <clears throat> picking up a bad habit whether that's like drugs or um who knows whoever whatever the choice may be um they're doing something that you just you know that they're it's it's something bad uh and how frustrating that is and uh yeah that it's just like it's something that i know weighs on john in my in my mind heavily because we really care about people in our life. And as I say these things, I can't help but feel like, well, who are we to say what is a good and a bad choice? Because to these people who are making these choices, maybe they think they're making a good choice. Maybe they think they're making the best choice for them at the time. Like maybe that is their best. Maybe what they're doing is their max effort. Whereas to us, we're thinking like, really, this is your max effort. But maybe we are the ones who need to get off our, our high horses or I don't know. I, uh, I uh, like th- these are the things that I kind of struggle with in times whenever I, whenever I feel myself get triggered or upset at a situation, it's very easy to be, like, why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they? Why aren't they? Why can't they? And whenever I find myself having that dialogue in my head, why can't they? Why aren't they? I really do try to pause myself and say, what about that is triggering me? (laughs) And then I try to turn the narrative into like, well, what about it is so upsetting to me? And uh, turn it on myself. Like what, like what, what about their behavior? Like what about it? What, what about their behavior is so upsetting to me that, that it would affect my whole mood or, um, why do I think that I know what's best? I'm friends with a lot of very smart people. Uh, I don't know what's going on in their life. I don't know what else they're, I don't know what else they're juggling. Maybe they got another horrible diagnosis and 
the last thing that they need is some guy coming in and giving them relationship advice. I don't know. Um, I guess before, before you go and cast judgment on someone in their situation, and before you go and assume that you know what's best for somebody, take a look at your life first. Know how hard it is to break out of your habits. Know how hard it is to change habits and to create new habits. And uh, it's not so easy. <laughs> first of all, like remember that whenever looking at someone else who you love, who's making poor choices and all of those things, because <clears throat> it's so easy to look at someone else. I mean, reality TV stars, I mean, we love casting judgment on these, these real world characters and these, uh, bachelorette characters. We love casting judgment on them because we would never do that. <laughs> you know, that would never be us, but, but cause I, I, I do think that's why we love shows like that so much because we think that, we are just far superior uh, casting judgment. Again, it's all like a, a judgment thing. Uh, so it's just something that I, I, I find myself doing that a lot is feeling, feeling like uh, upset that people in my life are making certain things, certain choices and decisions. Uh, that in my mind feel like a train wreck waiting to happen. But then I think about choices that I make that I'm blind to. And then I wonder, well, I wonder if I have friends that are looking at things in my life (laughs) and are like, wow, Tim's making choices that are like a train wreck waiting to happen. (laughs) And it very well could be the case. And, uh, but if they were to just come out and tell me, would I be so receiving of it? I don't know. Maybe I'd feel attacked. Like you have to meet people where you're at. And I guess that is what I'm getting at of today's episode. Maybe I'm again, this is riffing. I have no notes in front of me. I probably could have gotten to that in a way more elegant way. But what I'm getting at today is you have to meet people where they're at and you are never ever ever going to have a fruitful conversation in my opinion by jamming your agenda or your opinion down someone's throat if you are not willing to meet someone where they are at and that goes in any single facet in life that goes with like business relationships uh, anything um if you're getting into a fight with your partner and they are stuck on this one topic, they're just, they, they just seem stuck on it and you're coming from one angle and they're coming from one angle and they just won't budge. Okay. I mean, what good, it's almost like, um, it's almost like a pride thing. Like one person is so prideful staying in their castle at some point, some person's going to have to budge, right? Otherwise, no one retreats from their castle. No one, no one moves. No, there's no resolve. The relationship dies. Is that really a good solution? No. Someone's going to have to make the. Someone's going to have to wave the white flag. Um, when I say meet someone where they're at, 
I don't mean trick them. I don't mean deceive them. I don't mean lie uh, or manipulate them. But I mean listen and maybe even mirror back what someone is saying. Or or even that or ask questions. Like if you if you are genuinely so concerned about someone's life, maybe in a non-pretentious way, you can be involved in this person's life and just ask them questions like, Hey, like how have things been going lately? Like I've noticed you've been doing X, Y, and Z. Like how's that been going? And if they're like, Oh, you know, like honestly it's been going like really well. Then you can be like, Oh cool. It's like, like what have you been joining about? Like you can ask questions and you can learn things about them that you may not have otherwise known. Or you can maybe find out that, you know what? Like now that you say that I have been feeling X, Y, and Z and you may get a chance a vulnerability for you to share how you really feel because you've met them where they are at as opposed to pushing your thoughts and opinions on them. If you have someone in your life who you really, really, really care about and you have, uh, you, you know, I, th- I think you'll be willing to do that is uh, listen to them and maybe lay down your pride for a second and lay down the idea that you might have all the answers And because maybe you don't as confidently as you feel that you have the answers. If there's one thing that I know for sure doing the podcast and John and I have been doing it now for almost three years in July, it'll be three years. So I don't know, over two and a half years. If there's one thing that I can definitively say, it's the more that I flesh out ideas and the more that I speak it's the more that I don't know. And that's not to say that I feel like I'm getting dumber, more dumb. (laughs) It's not that I'm getting more dumb. It's just that I think life is just far too complicated for us to grasp in the way that we as humans want to. And I don't think we as humans are supposed to understand life. I think we are supposed to live life And I think we're supposed to be in the moment. And I think we spend way, 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 way too much time in our heads trying to make sense of things whenever we should be living and being in the things. And that's why I say it's too short to think you're right all the time. And it's too short to hold in grudges and to hold on to pride and, uh, And if you really care about someone, you'll meet them where they're at. And that should be enough for you. If you truly care about somebody, that should be enough. And you should be able to sleep at night knowing that that's all you need to do is meet them where they are. So that's the episode today. John, do you have anything to say? What the hell? You have a baguette? Nice. I'm friends with a lot of very smart people. Everybody, we love you. Take care. (laughs) 